The Cypora Film Podcast. Are you ready? Oh, no, Fred. Are you ready? Yeah. Good evening, afternoon, morning, wherever it is, whatever time of time it is, wherever you are, uh, to everybody. This is the Easter special of the uh, so for a film podcast uh, for those of you watching in black and white or listening in color um i have got a filter on my video that makes it look like a bunny rabbit i'm going to take that off that's just silly uh, <laughs> that's the best thing i've seen all day <laughs> anyway uh, oh. i'm andy walker and uh, <laughs> I'm here with my son, Scott. Hello, Scott. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, that is the best thing I've seen all day. Just call me Harvey. <laughs> oh, hey, baby, eyes water. As oh. I say, this is the Easter special of the uh, Sci-Fi Film Podcast. So we have a series of Easter short films and a an Easter feature film. Um. All of them horror. Again, it's another one of these things where I, can't, I haven't been able to find any science fiction Easter films. No, this 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 again. It's another one of the things that it's. it's I suppose it's quite hard to do a sci-fi thing about Easter. I don't know. I mean, you know, there's enough humans in the world in, in the in science fiction films for it to be a a film about maybe Easter on a on a. Uh, uh, on a space station where you're trying to explain to aliens what Easter's all about because it's confusing as hell to a lot of people. Um, yeah, confusing as hell to a lot of people that live on Earth. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, anyway, here we go. So, uh, yes, this is the Easter special. Um, Scott, how are you, by the way? Um, I was a bit in a bit of a weird mood, but seeing you with that field runs just brightened my day out. That's just, uh, it's really made my jaw hurt laughing like that. I'm, um, I'm okay, thank you. Thank you. How are you? How is everyone and everything and peoples? Yes, well, yeah. And possibly a bit, but <clears throat> okay. <laughs> on on the on the whole, as it were. So happy Easter to everybody uh, in the uh, in the world. Or uh, as somebody sent me, posted a thing the other day, Happy Zombie Jesus Day. Yep. Um, so. That is, I've got me out of all the Easter things, I'm surprised there wasn't any of them. What a zombie Jesus. Zombie Jesus. I think that might be a little controversial. 
no more controversial than some of the films we've watched. Cool, absolutely. <laughs> right, let's get started. The, we've got we've got a few to get through. Uh, the first short film is from 2013 and is called Easter Bunny. This is from Tarponua Media. Uh, I don't really have a lot of details about who's in this or anything, or who made it or anything. But the synopsis for this film says, after passing away, Fluffy the rabbit is dutifully buried in the garden by his grieving owner. But when Easter comes, there's a new bunny in the house. Crazed with jealousy, Fluffy is resurrected from the grave to seek revenge. I know this is going to be probably just me, and I'm hoping there's a few people listening to this that might understand. You do know you read that like it's almost a bedtime story. Yeah, well, I thought, you know, we'd make it a bit more. Easter's supposed to be for the kidlets, so I thought I'd make it a bit more kidly friendly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not that this is just kidly friendly. No. But um, yes, so. Hmm. It's, it's some very interesting. I mean, going on a technical thing and from a technical side, there's some very interesting shots, very interesting camera angles. And, yeah. and uh, you know, the way it's, some of it's shot is quite technically quite good and, and interesting to look at. But it's a very odd film. That's an understatement. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, technically, I'm going to use the word technically without actually overusing it. The, the whole cinematography side of it the, uh, the sort of lighting the, the camera work yeah I, and I suppose the sort of trying to get it all right with the animal with the rabbit they're using I suppose must have taken a bit of time because yeah, I don't know anyone else but I've never known rabbits to be the most easiest but easiest well, animals to work you have to employ a professional rabbit wrangler that's <laughs> what they used at the end of it um <laughs> I suppose the sort of the makeup effect. Oh, when she's in, I know when she's in the bath, the scratches. I think were good. Yeah, I, I, to be After honest. After that, I think they must have hired someone else. I think the makeup was a bit strange. To say I've, got me, I, I've got me. I've got me. Like I, I watched. I watched this earlier, and apart from Cube of the Filter, on it is one of the funniest rap, horror and fight. <laughs> rabbits i have ever seen it just it creased me up it's a a good little film though because for that sort of reason i think i'm not supposed i'm not sure you're supposed to laugh at the bits we laughed at (laughs) no um i would say as well i'm 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 very impressed with the way the person made the tin of tomatoes was obviously on the floor (laughs) it was very obvious that they were tomatoes but it's yeah it was a very a very odd film. Like some of it was good, but it's a very, very odd ending. The strange thing about it is the fact that when you, if you watch these in the in the order we watch them in, you watch this and start thinking, "Well, that's an odd film." By the time you get to the end of the short films we watch, you you don't think that the first one's very odd at all. To be honest, by, by the time you get to the end of all the films, even the feature length one, it's sort of you look at it and go, "That was quite normal, really." Yes. <laughs> it's worth a look. It's worth. Oh, God, it, it's, it's not the it's not the worst funny costume that we see we've seen in episodes. Not the worst of the films that we've seen just just in this episode. No, <laughs> it's definitely not the worst funny costume we see in this episode. And 
it's probably not going to be the worst one I've ever seen, but it's it's very close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to go through these. I'm going to try and get through quickly-ish, but without going not without ignoring any of them. Um, number two, the second film we watch is called Happy Easter, a killer Easter bunny film from 2016 by Cameron McMaster. Uh, now. Uh, this uh, the synopsis for this film says a killer Easter bunny is killing scouts for camping on Easter. Will the scouts survive? Watch the video to find out. Now, it's this is obviously a very amateur film. Yes, but it looks like they had a great deal of fun making it. Oh yeah, don't be wrong. Uh, they they it looked like they had an amazing time. There were a couple of times you could see on their faces they were sort of laughing when they shouldn't be. And it, but yes, it they looked like it had a very good feeling. I did love the the the, the, the track slip that was in it, yeah. which sort of halfway through, and I thought it was quite very very funny, very well done. But. I just, I mean, the acting's not fantastic, but it's pretty good considering the fact that it's all kids. <laughs> yeah. It just, yeah, it was. I loved as well, like, I loved the speech, the, the sort of text speech voice they had for the uh, for the bunny. Yeah. Oh, that was just hilarious. It's just like, it's a bit of proper dummy. And I love, I, I love, the, I love this film just purely for that. The fact that after this big fight scene, the, the, the rabbit crashes down, rolls over, and goes, "Hi." <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> looks at the kid and goes, "Hello." Yeah. What? I, I just, I thought it was I think, Strangely enough, I think it's quite a good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, I think it's. It is a very amateur film, but for the for the boys that done it and the, the people that done it, I think is a very good. Very good sort of stepping stone for him, and I think they, they carry on doing it. It's a it's good a idea. Film. There's some good bits in it, but it's not yeah. great. Uh, um, again, the, again, though, the bunny outfit is a lot better than the first one. The end of it, I was really surprised at how brutal the ending of it was. Yeah, compared to some of it, which is very obvious, sort of the way that the fight scenes were going. But yeah, the, the brutality at the end. It's a little bit out of the blue, and it. Unexpected, but uh, well done. It was it was you know, it wasn't bad. No, nah. I mean you know it'd be a, be a decent way. It's a short film. It's a de decent way to spend a you know a few a little while. But uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> um, the third film is called Esther, uh, which for those of you who don't know is the name of the goddess that the um, that Easter is named after. Uh, this was made in 2014, written and directed by Jesus Estrada on Mexigi Productions. Uh, the cast is Hannah Keane, Alex Ajeda, and Jason Arroyo. Now, the synopsis for this says, Esther is an ill girl who has a rough time, who had a rough time growing up. She occasionally gets flashbacks of the memories she does not want to remember. I mean, it's an interesting idea, and it, sh it shows the effects of domestic violence and family breakups on children. Talking about serious side of things, it's quite yeah. a serious message, and it's 
done with a disturbingly light-hearted soundtrack. Yes, as I say, yes. It, it's got a very, very serious subject to it, and one that not a lot of people talk about. Obviously, they talk about like the the, the victims of it being like the partner or the whatever of the, but it's not normally sort of spoke about about the children or see it and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, the fact that this all goes on with a very light-hearted. Very disturbingly, like the sort of light-hearted track yeah. over the top of it. I mean, the, the track in itself is quite disturbing, and you kind of then yeah. it over the top of what it's all about. It's a bit kind yeah. of like the bit, the, the bit of sort of made it not worse, but I think was a bit weirder as well. It's the fact that when it was in present day, the the sound was quite sort of quite loud and sort of quite normal, and then when it when they did the flashbacks, it's all quiet and now which made it a bit eerie. Yeah, but quietened it down and made it, yeah. yeah. But I've got to say, and I'm, I'm, though this might sound odd, and you might find this a bit weird, but I thought this was a very good film. It was no, I, I've got to admit, I I agree with you. It it was a very it was a, I wouldn't say it was a very good film, but it was a good film. It was a yeah. remarkable, like you said, it's got a remarkable way of telling the story behind it. It's got. Very creepy moments in it, especially the shot through the mask and the sort of the way things are done. But I just, I just, I don't know. It freaked me out a little bit. It was, but, a bit, yeah. It's a, it is very weird, and it, 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 but it's a good, a good film, and it's it's. It is. And I don't mean that in the context of it's better than all the others we watched. I mean, I actually think it's a good film. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. It's not like oh, it's a good film. As in, it's better than yeah. It's better than the rest. Of it. It, it is a genuinely good film. Yeah, and I think it's a, one that they should very they should be very proud of. It's a amazingly good film. Yes, definitely. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, number four is called "This Is Easter," twenty fourteen. Uh, in Bori's Creative, and I couldn't find a synopsis or any really note, notes about this or anything. Nope. Um, so the synopsis for this film is non-existent. Uh, all I, I mean, it's it's basically a short sort of like shock, shock, yeah, jump scare film. Um, and it's okay. It's 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 funny it's atmospheric it's done well but it's just basically a short jump scare <laughs> yeah it's it's like some of the some sorry about that one voice minute. some of the angles and some of the shots are very well done i think it's sort of like the sort of with the way the ang i sort of camera angling and sort of especially the sort of run through the forest and yeah yeah but and i suppose the acting was wasn't that bad yeah um the the person playing the rabbit though I I don't know whether or not to be worried about or slightly impressed by the voice the voice alone, was yeah the voice like I've got me I, I I took my headphones out because this is my headphones off because I was upstairs while Amy was doing things I took it out and managed to pull the wire out and she had, Amy actually thought at one point it was me because it sort of sounded like me when I laughed which is quite worrying. <laughs> I was like, no. So, and then she saw. I'm trying to figure out as well whether or not he had if the guy had a marshmallow in his mouth. I, I think it was supposed to be teeth. Yeah, it, it, it looked very big and bulky, but it's just I don't know. It was it was a shock scare, more of a yeah sort of. I sat there at the end of it and I was like, what the? I'm like, yeah. 
Not as in like what as in like this like this is awful, but it's just like what have I just seen? This is just <laughs> it was just it was a bit unexpected, but it was it was okay. It was well done. It was the to be honest, out of all of it, it was the voice that shocked me more. <laughs> yeah. No, I do know what you mean. Yes. Okay. Uh film number five. <laughs> it's called Easter Morning, spelled M-O-U-R-I-N-G. Uh, it was 2020. It's an Easter Bunny sh- horror short. Again, there is no notes about any synopsis or anything like that. So the synopsis again for this film is non-existent. Um, yes, <laughs> this is a the bunny suit in this. I think they got. I think they got a bunny suit made for somebody who was twice the size of the person who ended up playing the bunny because it just didn't fit. Well, that that made me laugh. But it was the it was the sound effects for the hopping. <laughs> yes, I've got to admit though, the sound about the fact there's no there's no synopsis to this. The, the description that is on YouTube, and I thought it just it made my day <laughs> reading that. She was just like, starring my sister or my mum, and it's absolutely disgraceful. That's the guy who put this up. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? I mean, it's a pretty good short film. And the, the, thing, <laughs> the thing that made me laugh more than anything was the idea of somebody being stabbed with a carrot. <laughs> that was the best bit. That was my favourite. I, I actually took it off, and I said to, I said to myself, please, out of all the horror films I've seen, out of every, like, all the death scenes I've seen, I have never, ever thought about killing someone with a carrot. No, how do you stab someone with a carrot? I mean, well... No, no, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know how hard that carrot was for a start, because I've, I've, I've dropped carrots on the floor and they've snapped. I, I've, could be, could I've, be it's a frozen carrot. <laughs> death by frozen carrot. I've seen weirder things. <laughs> I thought, uh, it's just, it was... It was the year he pan up at the end of it after like whatever it happened, and then the basket. Which I'm still confused what was in it. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it was supposed to be part of the person that had been stabbed, but I, I it just looked like it looked like someone had put jelly in it. Yeah, it, it did. It's... It looked it looked like kind of like jelly and um, blancmange. <laughs> I just I just love the guy's honesty. That was the best bit. Just yeah. the honesty and the, when he put it out. But they were wrong. The acting of the sister or the person in it was okay, but it's, yeah, the the person who acted as the bunny though was having way too much fun. Yeah, I think it was it was a good. It's a good funny sort of like silly film, and I I, I quite like that. I quite liked yeah. it. Uh, moving on to the last of our short films, this yes, um, this is called. A Luchagor Easter. 2022 uh, by Garth TV. Written by Shane McKenzie. Directed by uh, Gigi Saul Gennaro. No, try it again. Guerrero, sorry. Uh, Cinematography, Luke Bramley. The cast, Michael Roberts. And Jessica Inokala, who did voice and sound effects. Obviously. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to read you the full synopsis from YouTube, which says, 
This horrible and scary Easter bunny has already prepared his disgusting Easter eggs for the other day throughout the month of April. The most, in brackets afterwards, it says, the most fucked up Easter bunny you'll ever see. Warning, not for sensitive eyes. Yeah. I did write, on the, the first thing I wrote on this, I watched it twice to make sure I hadn't got things wrong. wrong one. <laughs> when I watched it the first time, what I wrote down was, OMG, what is this? Yeah, I've got, I've got, I did the same thing, I watched it twice, because I, I sat there and I watched it the whole way through. I then, I then took a break because of the fact that I needed to. Um, and I sat there and thought to myself, because of the fact that like, I spoke about this before, and I suffer with a bit of mental health problems, so I, I, I sometimes don't watch things and don't fully take them in. So I sat there, I sat there for a good twenty minutes afterwards, going, "I must have made some of that up. It must have been something that I sat there and went, or, or have confused it with another film." So I then had to rewatch it and got halfway through it, and my brain, and it's just that voice in the back of my head just went. No, this is just definitely screwed up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it definitely yeah. gore factor in it. Yeah, I had to look up. Um, <laughs> you had to look it up. I had to look at Lucha Gore. Yep. Now there is there is a company called Lucha Gore Productions. Yeah. And basically, it's um, a combination. I mean, anything Lucha is Latin American stuff, yeah. sort of thing. So, Lucha Core Productions is to do with um, Latin horror makers, Latin horror films, but they're yeah. quite gory, quite visually. Visually sort of, screwed up. You mean. Screwed up, yes. Uh, <laughs> if it, that's a good word. Um, Film. Without getting a bit explicit, that is the best. <laughs> but the the thing against me is that Luchagor Productions are actually based in Vancouver. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> which is a, is a little bit odd. But there you go. But uh, yeah, I've, I've um, got a bit. It's out of all the film, out of the films we've watched for the horror side of this. It ranked up there as one of the top for the goriest, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even gore as in blood and guts. It's an, no, it's a, just like a slasher movie. It's just gore as in kind of something that makes you go. Ooh. Yeah, I've got a bit. So the, the cinematography in it, like some of the ang angles they had and some of the effects oh, they had, like on the camera, I thought were very well done. To be honest, I mean, the set, the makeup, the effects are all fantastic. Yeah, they're brilliantly done. But it's just a disgusting movie. Yeah, I've got to admit, it it it, it doesn't rate up. Oh, it, it rates up there as one of the sort of the better costumes as well, if you can call it a costume. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's not one of the most Easter friendliest ones. I'm saying. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it puts a whole new spin on Easter. Really, I mean, it's just kind of like. It's it's the most bizarre Easter film I've ever seen, and it, it's it, but it's worth a watch because it's. It, I think it's, part of the reason it's worth a watch is because of the fact you need to see it to believe it's actually what it is. Yeah, you, you, I would say that it's definitely one of them films that 
no matter, we could sit there and describe it scene by scene for you, but you, unless you watch it, it is not going to be one of the, it's going to be one of the things you've got to go. You're going to sit there and go, nah, that can't be true. And you look I, at it and go, that's not even half as bad as, as like, I would, they take it then. I would recommend this film for anyone to watch. Um, just so that they can say, have you seen this film to everybody else? Yeah. Because it is so if, if, quite... if you're a, if you're a fan of horror films, and I mean, like, not just obviously you watch this and you like horror films, I mean, like, proper hardcore, then this is definitely a film you need to go and watch. Yeah. If, if you like, uh, what was the one we saw, what I saw at the, uh, the festival, and, and, and from a pages or whatever it is, oh, yeah. you like that, or you like um, Midnight Meat Train, don't you? sort of thing um then i think you'll really enjoy this yeah it's it's definitely got a feel i would i would say for anyone that's likes a little bit of a twist horror like twisted horror yeah and i don't mean like as in twisters in like it's it's gonna turn out it's all nice and fluffy i mean like if you like very twisted screwed up horror then this is they're gonna be up your alley absolutely <laughs> I, I, Again, no. I, this is another. This is another lot of film producers, the filmmakers that I would have to meet and just, just to take them to one side and go, "You okay?" I, I, I actually quite liked it. Oh, know, I think no, it's kind of weird, sort of way. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's it's almost one of them films you're a bit, a bit nervous about saying you liked. Yeah, it's one of the yeah. ones you go with people go, "Oh my god, have you seen?" And you go, "What did you think about it?" Just yeah. to see if they go. I really like, yeah, just to see it and go, I was freaked out. You go, yeah, so was I. Yeah. Not to sit there and go, I loved it. Because <laughs> then they make you look a bit weird. But it's it's definitely a good film, I think. Absolutely. It's, it's right. put a whole new meaning for me for Easter horror yeah. film. Right? Not, sure about, not sure about buying Easter, Easter eggs now. <laughs> uh, or certainly not finding them. I'm definitely, glad that my, I'm definitely glad that my, kid, my kids have now got to the age where they go, hey, can we have money? Yeah. Yeah, of course you can. Especially after watching that. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, if they hadn't, I would have gone, you sure you don't want something? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's all of our shorts done, and I would recommend... I mean, I'd recommend go and watch all of them because they're, they're all worth having a look at, if nothing Yeah, they've, they've, they've all got their own unique... Support your unique. independent short filmmakers by watching all their films. Yeah, they've definitely got their own uniqueness to them all. Yeah, definitely. Some some a little bit better than others, but yeah. it's not saying not in like a bad way. Some have obviously done a lot more work than others have. Some and, have and a lot all, more time. And it's all a matter of taste, you know. I mean, we we the ones we like, some of the people might not like and might prefer the other ones. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, so we're going on to our feature film. So a feature film which is called Easter Bunny Massacre, or is also known by the name Easter Killing. This is from 2022. Uh, the director for this was Jack Peter Mundy, uh, who did some TVs and shorts in the 2010s. He also directed Dinosaur Hotel in 2021, Amityville Scarecrow in 2021, Monsters of War in 2021, the Legend of Jack and Jill in 2021 and Prototype in 2022. Uh, now the writer was Sophie uh, Sophie K. Storm. 
or Sophie Storm K. I can't work out which way round it is. <laughs> uh, who also wrote uh, Curse of Bloody Mary in 2021, Shockwaves 2022, and Summoning Bloody Mary 2 in, two, in 2022. Um, then we have the cast. I've got to try and get this worth one right. <laughs> Jenna Lostupnov. Lostupnikov. Jenna Lostupnikov, who did some TVs and shorts in the 2020s, did uh, Dark Signal in 2016, Tooth Fairy Queen of Pain in 2022, and Amityville Scarecrow 2 in 2022. Uh, and we have Tom Nguyen, Nguyen who did, uh, the he was in The Martian in 2015, but it was uncredited. And he was in a film called The Basement in 2017. Uh, Sarah T. Cohen, who did uh, TV and shorts in the ten, uh, 2010s and 2020s, was in Bad Nun Deadly Vows in 2019, Clown Doll in 2019, Pagan Warrior 2019, Little Necro Red in 2019, which is a very odd title. I'm not quite sure what it actually means. There you go. Uh, Virtual Deathmatch in 2020, Cupid 2020, Witches of Amity, Amityville Academy in 2020, The Witches 2020, Medusa 2020, Hotel Inferno 3, The Castle of Screams in 2021, Hellcat 2021, Conjuring the Genie in 2021, The Mutation 2021, The Legend of Jack and Jill in 2021, Curse of Bloody Mary 2021, The Gardener 2021, The Curse of Humpty Dumpty 2 in 2022, Shockwaves 2022, The Curse of Jack Frost in 2022, The Killing Tree 2022, Return of the Salem Witch in 2022, The Rise of the Beast in 2022, and Medusa's Venom in 2023. There you go, crew busy in two years, three years. Uh, then we have May Kelly, who did some TV and shorts in, in the, two, the 2010s. It was in The Curse of Humpty Dumpty 2 in 2022, The Killing Tree 2022, Nutcracker Massacre in 2022, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey in 2023, and Medusa's Venom in 2023. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey has ruined my childhood. Well, I haven't seen it yet, and I, I want to. Uh, well, it puts a whole new spin on Winnie the Pooh. Yes. <laughs> then we have Michael Hode, who did uh, TVs and shorts in the 2010s, was in Transformers The Last Night, which was amazing. Uh, Hellcat 2021, The Gardener 2021, Exorcist Vengeance in 2022, Blood in the Water 2022, and Wrath of Van Helsing in 2022. The Wrath of Van Helsing. Yeah, then we have Sarah Alexander Marks, who did some TV short stuff in 2010s and 2020s. I was in Valeria in 2017, Spider in the Attic in 2021, HB Lovecraft's Monster Portal in 2022, Exorcist Vengeance 2022, Wrath of Van Helsing 2022, Croc with an exclamation mark 2022, Kingdom of the Dinosaurs 2022, The Killing Tree 2022, Minacious in 2022 and Return of the Salem Witch in 2022. I'm not sure Minacious is a real word. I, just, I don't know. It's a word they made up. 
just because it sounds weird. Yeah, uh, then, the way. then we have Antonia Whelans, who did some TV shorts in the 2000s and 2020s, was in The Curse of Humpty Dumpty in 2021. The Legend of Jack and Dill, Jack and Dill, Jack and Dill. <laughs> That's the cooking program. <laughs> Curse of Bloody Mary, 2021. Roth of Van Helsing, 2022. Croc with an exclamation mark in 2022. Kingdom of the Dinosaurs, 2022. And Werewolf Cabal in 2022. Uh, then we have Lee Hancock, who was in the Leprechaun game in 2020, but was uncredited. <laughs> Tooth Fairy 3 in 2021, Legend of Jack and Jill 2021, The Ghosts of Borley Rectory 2021, Cannibal Lake in 2022, and Jack and Jill The Hills of Hell in 2022. Uh, then we have Beatrice Fletcher, who was in The Legend of Jack and Jill 2021, Curse of Bloody Mary 2021, Blood in the Water 2022, Croc with an exclamation mark in 2022. <laughs> Shockwaves 2022, Nutcracker Massacre 2022, and that was it. And then we have Neil Lyndon Johnson, who was in nothing, but who I know as a stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Which was really weird seeing him in this film, because it was like, hey? <laughs> yeah. Now, the synopsis for this film says, a group of friends hiding a deadly secret are hunted down one by one by a bunny masked killer. Well, that's basically the, uh, the, the that's film. That's basically the film, yeah. Yeah, that is the film. <clears throat> so what did you think? I'm slightly confused whether or not it was an, if they were Americans or English or if they were... Americans doing really bad English accents. Or... Uh, it was an, it was an English film. Okay, but one of the characters was American. Obviously, yeah. Um, where do I begin? Wow. Where do I begin? Um, I would say that it's. Oh, I don't know. Acting's not the best. <laughs> Have you ever seen any of the uh, the comic strip um, comedy things that they did, uh, like Five Go Mad in Dorset or uh, things like that? Because yeah, if, so... if, if you watch those, the, the acting is very similar to those. It's very much a sort of like, hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm fine, thank you too. Yeah, it's, it's very kind of like stilted. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very um I wouldn't say wooden because that actually <laughs> that takes it away from the trees. Um they were, oh they were, might be <laughs> Yeah, they they the most believable acting the whole way through it was from the woman who dies at the beginning. And I don't mean the one that gets killed, I mean the one that disappears. The uh, one that sort of ends up committing suicide later on yeah. is the most believable actor. I just, I found it very hard to stay interested just because of the acting. Yeah, no, I and must admit it wasn't brilliant. The, the bunny mask? Yeah. And the bunny mask, right from the outset, even before anyone's died, seems to be covered in blood. 
which I didn't quite understand. Uh, I didn't quite understand that to begin with. Why as well would you bring that on the camping outfit? Even well, if it is for Easter, why would you take it on the but Yeah. Oh, it just it, it was a bit odd. And and like the whole them getting stoned and dancing around a bit was just hilarious. Oh just, if you've yeah. ever been with people who get stoned, it's kind of like really. Yeah. Um even if you even if you've ever been in that state, you you know to look you look at that and go, what? <laughs> the thing that got me was I mean the acting wasn't great as you say, but the effect I think it was funny because the effects were okay. They weren't great. They weren't the worst I've ever seen. But they kind of tried to cover up the fact that they didn't have any makeup for making like obvious cuts and 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 big cuts and big things by just splashing everything with fake blood that didn't look like blood. <laughs> uh, it it was as well was the fact that it was obvious that certain ones had been splashed with fake blood before the other ones had in certain scenes because it, it dried on certain people. Even though it's all meant to happen at the same time. <laughs> Yes, it was, it was bone dry on certain people, and certain, the others it was still running down their faces. And it's just like, yeah. Hey, One of the things I really didn't get was hey. when, when the person in the bunny suit, big bunny mask, kills guy. I wasn't quite sure what it was he poured all over his head. It looked like shit. I think it was meant to be chocolate. <laughs> But okay. it did look like it, yeah. Even that, <laughs> the fact that the bit that was confusing me, yeah, is the fact that as you find out later on, that there's two of them, yeah, who are both surprised about it, yeah, but yet they both killed the guy that has the chocolate board on him because one's pouring the chocolate, he's still pouring down on him, and the other one's stabbing him, yeah. Oh, well, I mean. Yeah, well, I think it's not, not. I don't think it's supposed to be. Oh no, but it just it looks it, and it's. I know. No. But the, the thing that got me was the fact that two things, two things, that bunny's hat, the bunny head, yep. must be sold already covered in blood, because they both have a one, and they both look identical. Yeah. They're also wearing identical clothes. Yeah. Which is a I don't quite know why or, or anything like that. But how many bunny heads are there? Because I'm sure they said the fact that they buried the first one, yeah, with her, but then the exact same two. So there must found... be there must have been at least three completely identical bunny heads. Yeah, I want to know. Is this is another thing that's bugging me? And I've been on a lot of camping trips. I've done some weird things on a lot of camping trips. Never taken a bunny mask like that, and I've never taken gardening gloves. Gardening gloves? No, I know. Well, which do you see them wearing when, or the whole outfit? Like, she she was that angry that she managed to stay wound up and get completely changed. Yeah, but yet when you see her at the beginning, the whole outfit's covered in blood. Just... I, yeah. Um... <coughs> So, yeah, why? Did, I mean, why did they take it along the second time? Yeah. Why did we have got rid? And what did they do with the body? Because you never really. Oh, it does say that they threw it in the river, and and but they then made a memorial for it, which 
For someone that's trying to cover up cover up a murder or something that happened, yeah, it's well, a bit of a stupid idea. The memorial was basically an old lump of tree with some friendship bracelets hang on it. Yeah. It wasn't really a big memorial. No, but it's just like if you're trying to cover it up and keep something a secret, you don't want to leave marks. But you don't so see them do anything with the body. They just say that they threw it in the river. Yeah. And it's kind of, okay. Um, but, I mean, they obviously know she was dead. So they, why did they think that she might have survived? That doesn't make any sense to me. Why they, there was even the possibility they thought she might have survived. What I would like to know as well, and find this out later on, the fact that one of the, the one of the people is involved in it, the one that killed her. Why she seemed so, why she didn't seem shocked or surprised or a lot more concerned when person that she was dressing up as to kill people was outside the window killing other people yeah you would have thought she would have gone hang on a minute what's going on here she would have gone whoa 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 yeah but no. <laughs> i mean yeah the end i mean the end of the film was say the end of the film was a bit non but i kind of what looked at it and when the guy who hadn't been killing anybody puts on the bunny head to kill the last person who's left alive who, who has the original people who was the original killer yeah yeah well actually no who was the original killer of the first person yeah but not the not the killer that was killing the rest of the others but then you kind of i don't know about you but i looked at that and i thought oh my god please don't tell me he's going to do her in and then he's going to go on an annual rampage every easter so they can make a sequel to this well i really hope me. they don't it wouldn't surprise me I mean, I mean, given the fact that they made sequels to all the other films that they've been in it wouldn't surprise me but i, I just hope not because it's, it's not a great film at all don't get me wrong I, I applaud all of these independent filmmakers for making these feature films and putting them out. And there's a lot of them out there on, on YouTube and different places distributed by a lot of the same, by the com same companies. But so many of them are really kind of by the, they're kind of generic by the books sort or of horror films that aren't very well acted, haven't got great effects in them and just a bit kind of like, it just waters everything down. It's it's kind of yeah. It's and then and then when you see one that is well done, like um, Video Shop Horrors and a few other things like that, and people say they're the what's wrong with English uh, horror, the English horror film or the British horror film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's these generic three hundred films in a year. <clears throat> being put out yeah. by these companies that are the problem because they're That's, just they're they're crap they, the they, they, i agree with you like the, the the thing is that everyone looks up you look at british horror and a lot of people will point out at once yeah, yeah you produce so many it's like, yeah but none of them are good no the it's, ones it's, that get pumped out six or seven a year from the same people yeah okay yeah you might find one that might have a rare rareness of being good but they're not overly massively like spectacular no there's they're... ones that are independent films that we watch that are amazingly and they amazingly awesome and people go well that's just not the same like, no it's because it's better 
And they, the other thing is they get overlooked because after a while, people get fed up of the same old, same old coming out. And they think that every British independent horror movie is going to end up being the same. And yeah. it's not by any stretch of the imagination. <sighs> And, and that's why, especially that's especially why people in in places like America and that sort of thing don't get. I don't like and don't want to watch English independent horror no. films because they watch all of these ones that are just, as you say, you know, a dozen in a year or whatever that are just pumped out. And so many of them have basically got the same story. Yeah. It's, it's just a different setting. It's, yeah, it's, it's the ones like the ones when you sit there have got like this big big production team and this big production crew and everything like that and it's pumped out in a month yeah where these ones where there's independent films that we've seen and we know people that have made and we've 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 reviewed that have had the small budgets had small teams and it's taken them three three four times longer which are amazing films they get overlooked absolutely absolutely Still, I mean, you know, hey, everybody out there, make your own minds up. Let us know what you think of these these kind of like uh, these fairly generic sort of horror films that are pumped out by the dozen every year by the same distribution companies and and uh, put out. And they're all they're all available on YouTube. There there are dozens of them. Um, and and so you can normally tell which ones they are because they're all ninety percent of them are about a group of friends that something happens to. Oh, the other thing is so many of them uh, have titles which are connected to other film series or yeah. um, are a combination of different film series, like, you know, like the Amityville Scarecrow or, yeah. you know, it, it's sort of things the ones like that. that. Ones that, have got, that are using the name of, other, of good horror films that have nothing to do with them. Absolutely. So there you go. That's our, that's our show. Uh, check out the films let us know what you think you may think that we're talking absolute garbage and not, not you know giving these people uh the people making the independent um feature films a fair crack of the whip but you know let us know what you think we've reviewed a few of them i mean this one was was done by uh i don't know if it's the same company but one of the same you know one of the companies that does things like the werewolves of the third reich and you know, things like that we've done a few we've reviewed a few of them yeah, the thing is that like we we look at, I'm like, I'm saying like May, May Kelly, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Some of the films that she did in like Dan, the Winnie the Pooh one, <clears throat> I thought was amazing. There's a couple of others she's done that she's been involved in, as either actor, director, producer, whatever. She's they are amazing films. So it's not the people, not always the people. It's the thing the again, as you as you say, they they put a dozen out in a year. And there might be one of those films every year that's really good. And if they yeah. concentrated on that one and made that one really good and concentrated yeah, on doing that and pumping that out and, and, you know, it might have been better. But, yeah. If, 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 if they put a lot more time and effort into making one amazingly good film, like a lot of the people we've watched and we've known and we reviewed do, yeah. it would be so much better than spending... God knows how much money trying to pump out a dozen films in a year, which most you of might, which are, okay, yeah, well, which you might have a good moment in a couple. Yeah, yeah, I oh, know. <clears throat> so let us know what you think, and uh, and uh, yeah, and ever uh, watch the short films. Let us know what you think of those. Ever watch the feature film, and let us know what you think. As I say, of these those those sort of films that are out a lot on YouTube and uh, lots of other places. And uh, like that, thank you very much for joining me, Scott. Okay. 
Um, reasonably glad that I could be. <laughs> Next week, we're going to be doing science fiction because we miss it. <laughs> we, miss it. we haven't done any science fiction for a few weeks now. Uh, and then the week after, we're going to have a uh, another special with an interview with uh, Carrie Kendall, who uh, did film at the Romford Horror Film Festival uh, about the uh, depiction of women in horror. And I'll be talking about talking to her about that film and about that subject in general. And then we're going to have a few more weeks of science fiction just to sort of like even up the score and to stop us watching such these horror films. Don't be wrong, we have watched a lot of awful sci-fi films. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, is, it is nice, again, to watch a horror films we look at and go, these are god awful. Yeah. It's 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 nice not to just blow good science fiction films all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be doing we'll be doing that. And we're gonna have a few in a few, I mean like during the next few weeks, there will be a few which I think might surprise some people with the people that are in them. Uh so yes, that's what we're doing next week. Obviously, science fiction all the way, and uh, we'll take it from there. Thank you very much for joining us and for being part of our um, small but disturbed family. And uh, we will um, see you again. Sorry, are you talking about the people that listen to the podcast or us in general? <laughs> Both, but mainly the people who listen to the podcast joining our small family as in sort okay. of like, you know yeah yeah not not our personally disturbed family no, our personally the, disturbed family the, the just, family of the podcast in general the general disturbed family of the sci-fi film podcast yes um thank you to everybody out there and uh we will uh, be back next week thank you very much bye 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 the sci fora film podcast. Mm-hmm.